Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Michelle and Randy with you. And uh, the story of the week, obviously, here in St. Louis, is Albert Pujols returning to the Cardinals, a guy who played on that 06 World Championship team with Albert and with Adam Wainwright. He backed up Yadier Molina. Is Gary Bennett, who's a friend of the station, and it's always good to have him with us on 101 ESPN in St. Louis. Good morning, Gary. How you doing? I'm doing great. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Randy. So you spent a couple of days here in the St. Louis area, Columbia, and then uh, last night here, right? I did, yes. Uh uh, watched the game last night in Sajay, I guess that's how you pronounce that. Correct. Uh, Illinois play, Illinois play in Missouri. So, uh, yeah, I did spend a little bit of time in the area. Awesome. Well, Gary, we need to get your immediate reaction. When you heard that Albert Pujols had signed a one-year deal to return to the Cardinals, what was your first thought? Oh, I mean, I just, this is awesome. You know, um, no no offense to the Angels. Uh, oddly enough, same color scheme, but he never <laughs> really looked as good in that uniform as he looked in the Cardinal uniform. That's, that's without question. And... It's interesting because we've talked to so many people who talked about the impact that he had last year on going to a, a veteran Dodgers team. Gary, you bounced around, and, and you had a leadership role with a lot of teams. How does that manifest itself? How do you try to help out young players? Oh, I think, you know, it's oddly enough in this this time, baseball, everyone's talking, you know, analytics and, and a lot of technique and, and mechanics. And when you get to the major league level, um, 90% of us, probably 95% of us, have very, very similar talents. The other 5% are just gifted beyond belief. And what separates is, is how you see the game, how you view the game, how you adjust to the game, uh, how you deal with adversity and failure. And, and, and those that are able to do that, I, I think, are able to prolong their career and, and, and be, uh, help their team get to whatever roster they're on and, and be a, a positive addition. And that's the things veterans are able to do is sit down with younger guys uh, you know, year one, year two, year three in the major leagues and go through the mental side of the game, which is the most difficult part of the game by far. And when you talk about being observant to the game, I don't know if you remember this, but after the first night game at the new ballpark, Albert said that there was a problem with the lighting. And the lighting people said, no, there's no no problem. They're, they're great. And he <laughs> said, come out here the next night and I'll show you. So they did. It was a, a day game or a, a night off the next time. And he, the, the lights people were, were all out there. And he said, look, there, there's a problem right here. And there was. He noticed a problem that nobody else did. And, and that's a perfect example is, is the greats just see things differently. They pick up on their attention to detail as it pertains to the game. They just see things differently. And it's, it's going to be a huge addition, in my opinion, not only just to have him back for baseball in a Cardinal uniform, but for guys just to be around him and, and talk the game and, and how he approaches the game, what he sees. Um, and, and a lot of times you have your hitting coach, but a lot of times as, as teammates, you lean on each other, too, because you see each other so much every day. You're working with each other. There's, there's different groups that work together in the cages. So you're seeing each other swing so often. And for him to, to be on that bench for, for their hitters, and, and actually pitchers, too, which is very valuable. The great hitters can actually talk to the pitchers about maybe their tipping or where they're approaching certain hitters or the way they're seeing certain hitters approach their pitches. So for both sides, it's going to be very, very valuable. Gary, in 2006, if we would have told you that Albert Pujols, Yadier Molina, and Adam Wainwright would still be playing together for the Cardinals in 2022, what would you have said? 
Man, how how first I would have said I absolutely hope so, but I highly doubt it. <laughs> uh, but how amazing is that? I mean, those three back together and all they've done in the game together and wherever else they Albert's gone, obviously. But it's going to be so awesome to see those guys together opening day. And the amazing thing about the three to me is Yachty. You played that position. You know how difficult it is. And it's not like he's playing 60 games a year. He's playing 140 games every year and he's going to go out there here. He's going to turn 40 this year. To me, that's the most remarkable thing of all of this. Absolutely blows my mind. What, what he does back there and still at the level he does it wants to be back there every single day. Doesn't want days off. And the level that he still performs at with the wear and tear, the miles he's put on his body squatting back there, is, it blows my mind. It's absolutely mind-boggling. Gary Bennett, former Cardinal catcher with us on 101 ESPN, and you were with him early on in his career, but you've watched. You still pay attention to the Cardinals. Gary, what is it about Yadier Molina that lets him make his pitchers better? I think going back to what I mentioned with um, you know veteran guys watching the game, experiencing so much in the game, what he's seen behind the plate, the guys he's caught, the situations he's caught in, um, that experience and that wisdom that he uh, can impart on on young guys, and because with young players, you know the game speeds up on you. It's it's the best of the best, uh, big crowds, a lot of energy. Um, sometimes things don't always go that well. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, your brain, in your brain, things speed up. And the ability just to walk guys through, hey, I've, this is what I've seen in the past. This is what I've seen you do in the past. This is what I've seen others do in the past. This is what I know about this hitter. Here's how I know we get through this situation, that type of stuff. And in between games, you know, on the bus, on the plane, you know, guys have – uh, unfortunately, I had more downs than ups. And, you know, on your brain, you're just sitting there thinking, thinking. You want to talk the game and just putting your arm around a guy. You know, talking about Yachty, putting your arm around a pitcher and just talking about maybe a last outing, maybe talking about a few uh, selections or, or, or decisions he made throw certain pitches or how he missed, why he missed, uh, that type of stuff. He's he's beyond another coach on the field. He's, he's with that much knowledge behind the plate, it, it's tough to put into words what he brings to a pitching staff. Gary, I don't think we talk about this as often as we should because Yadier Molina wants to play every single game. He wants to be there for every single pitch. But when I think about somebody that has played that position and the grueling nature that it takes to do that physically, game in and game out, and he's done it since 2004 at the professional level, and here we are in 2022, I wonder how his body feels all the time. It's something that I always think about. Can you speak to that a little bit, just what you think physically Yadier Molina might be dealing with or the way he needs to maintain his body in in order to be able to do what he does every day? Michelle, I think that's the key you just touched on, is the way he, he's able to maintain his body. And, and this is what I should have touched on when you asked me if I believe he'd still be playing. His, his preparation and work ethic, um, you know, he's relentless and taking care of himself, getting his rest, uh, even just jogging, flushing out your body, lactic acid afterwards, riding the bike. Um, all that being said, you could do everything possible and you're still with what he's done on the plate and the miles he's logged he's still going to have aches and pains so i imagine uh knees you know ankles back the thing the foul tips you know off the finger off the wrists uh after week one of spring training as a catcher there's you're never 100 percent body wise something is always achy there's a bruise always somewhere so um I, I would just say i would think most of his discomfort if he has any um hopefully he doesn't but i'm betting he does 
would be around the hips and the knees and the back. You know, and that, that just the squat and the up and down, the bending, uh, the quick movement side to side uh, before, you know, the collisions at the plate he's had. That's a little less in today's game, but still all that adds up to just the, the wear and tear. So uh, hopefully he feels as best he can, but there's no doubt there's some little aches and pains. Former Cardinal catcher Gary Bennett, one last thing. You're involved with the Slammers Baseball and Softball Trading Academy up in Chicago land, and obviously everybody now has access to or at least knows about the technology and the analytics. What do you think the biggest advantage that young baseball and softball players have now is that wasn't in place when you were getting ready to start a pro baseball career? I think there's a lot more accessibility to uh, some of the just video one, just seeing your swing. Um, I, I don't think I, I saw my swing probably till I was in the minor leagues, maybe a little bit from mom filming me in high school, but you didn't have the ability to sit down and break it down, you know, and, and, and what am I feeling versus what am I doing? Um, a lot of times it's, when you're not going well, it's pitch selection versus your swing. So I think analytics allows you, oddly enough, to not think so mechanical. And by that I mean is sometimes if I'm watching side-by-side video and I'm not going well, a lot of times I'm chasing bad pitches versus mechanics are completely different in my swing. Um, that, um, along with the, the visualization techniques, you know, there's virtual reality out there now where you can really sit in a box and, and feel like you're, you're actually watch the pitcher you're going to face. Um, I think there's a, there are certainly a lot of benefits. Uh, the downside to that is you can uh, and now uh, par- you can overdo it mentally. You know, there's too much. You just flood the system with too much uh, data and, and think too much. You know, this game is is, is athleticism, see and react. Um, and, and sometimes a lot of that analytics creeps over into game time when it's once the game starts. See ball, hit ball, trust the work you've put in. But I think the downtime, the the workouts, the uh, the one-on-one lessons in a cage, or or your private, you're by yourself in a cage and seeing video. I think that's where it helps the most. Hey Gary, it's great to hear your voice. Thanks for your insight on uh, this Cardinals, and it's going to be a great run for those three in uh, their presumably final season in Major League Baseball. But it was great to to <laughs> you hear your know, voice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. We'll do it again soon. That's uh, Gary Bennett, former Cardinal catcher, joining us on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.